0: And I'm delighted to say that joining me here right now to kick things off uh, in our corner of the National Ploughing Association HQ, because that's where we are. We are right at the centre of things, the heart of the ploughing championships here. Nevin McGuire is with me, of course, from Macnean House in Black Line. Uh, Nevin, you're very, very How welcome to the show. Good to see you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, good
2: to see you too. Um, are you excited to be here at the plowing? Oh, I love it. I love. There's no show like this. It's just magical, and like we're in a lovely calm environment here, Kieran. You know, it's but a little oasis. I know. Isn't it? isn't it just a little gem? So it is fantastic but it's a great show. We went around myself, Claire, one of my chefs, my brother Kenneth, to see the site this morning. The amount of work and organisation here, the people that are here, I love it. I'm 12 years coming to the ploughing, and just every year, obviously it hasn't been on for a few years, mm. but it's just a magical show. There's something for everyone here.
0: And isn't it great? I know you mentioned it hasn't been on. Uh, of course, COVID uh, put a stop to it. It's great to be back.
2: Oh, it is. It's great. I mean, this is real Ireland. You know, the whole farming community get together and it's, it's like a holiday for them, but it's just magical. You meet some very special people and for me, I've been doing cookery demonstrations every day. I've just finished one there at one o'clock in the Farmers' Journal tent. So we're using lots of lovely Irish produce. My half is simply better. So it's great fun. We had a packed audience. We had two people up, and they were, we were cooking for them and spoiling them. And you know, you just meet some fantastic people and seeing the different stands. It's just great. There's food here. There's something for everyone. So there is.
0: Yeah, and I think that's an important point, isn't it? Because there'll be people listening to this and they've never been through it, and they might suspect it's just hmm. maybe like going to the mart but on steroids or something. You know, but it's it's. It's uh, a, <laughs> it, it's a lot more than that. I was say the mart, but an angel does. We won't mm-hmm. say that. But um, um, it, it's it's. It is a huge amount on offer. Aye. You're
2: here doing the cookery demonstrations. There's music, fashion shows, you name it. You know, there's food exhibitors, you know, there's kind of a fun fair. I saw it this morning. There's loads of places you can get delicious food. And you, you, you just, of course, there's a huge farming element. That's what it's all about. The ploughing, you know, it's just something. It, it's a real culture. It's just great people. And this is what Ireland is all about.
0: Uh, well, uh, Pat Murphy is with us as well. He's the IFA regional chair for, for Connacht. Pat, you're very welcome to the show. It's good to talk Thanks to you. Very much, Kieran. um How important is this for the farming community
1: for your members huge. The amount of people that's coming into us right from seven o'clock yesterday morning, uh, just people are just glad to be here for a start. Three years that they haven't got here, just meeting up with friends, trying to meet up with with, with our president, with ourselves. Just I suppose to get their views across as well and get answers to some of the questions. But most of all as Nevin said a few minutes ago, just glad to be here, glad to be out, and just a great vibe going around the place.
0: And and what are those views, those questions they want answered? What's first and foremost in the minds of your members?
1: The new scheme that's after been announced, the, the acre Scheme, a lot of frustration with it. Like our members telling us, very, very hard to get into it, and it's not going to be worth their while to get into it. And like this is an environmental scheme that we are... You know, a cornerstone of the program for government. They called it the new reps type and this is what they've come up with and now farmers are saying that they can't get into it and it's not worth their while to get into it. So there's a lot of... Um, Just beer bu- bureaucracy, it. Pat, is it? I mean, like, B- like there's been a
0: criticism of, of its predecessor schemes as well.
1: Bureaucracy, an awful lot of money for everybody else bar the farmer that's actually taken on the actions and part of their actions that they have to take on, they're spending money to, trying to get back money, which is, you know, which has to be done but it's it's there's not enough out of it for them at the end of the, at the end of it. So there's a lot of fear over that. A lot of fear over, from where I come from, the suckler cows as well, uh, because could, that's the cornerstone of a lot of rural parishes in, in the west of Ireland. So you know, with all that's going on with emissions, and, and the, the, they seem or they feel that they've been targeted over the last few months, uh, the, uh, the industry of the suckler cows. And farmers are quite rightly worried because like, when you're in suckler farming in small, fragmented farms in the west of Ireland, you haven't got the, an awful lot of options of, we we'll say, dairying or tillage or any of Well, though.
0: I was going to ask that because that's often the the, the the criticism or the pushback, or maybe that's unfair. The suggestion from some when we talk about the national herd or we talk about emissions is that farmers need to diversify. And, you know, we, we need to maybe move a, a bit away from the intensive dairy we've had since 2013 and the lifting of quotas we also need more tillage we need you know more crops more fruits more vegetables that type of thing which might suit the part of the country we're in here in the midlands it might certainly suit parts further east it doesn't necessarily suit some of your members in connacht
1: it certainly doesn't there's an awful lot of connacht an awful lot of the west the western seaboard that's just not conducive to a combine harvester as we heard at a meeting one night just not conducive to we say big dairy tracks it 's just not it 's not happening because a lot of it is mountainous land it 's wetland uh, it 's tough land for farming and like the farmers there are doing what they have done for generations because that 's actually what works it 's the only thing that actually pays for them to do it and you know smaller farms it's they do what they do best and they do it very very well, but just unfortunately, it seems that the powers that be in Europe and even mm. in, in our own country just seems to be. Pushing us in a different direction—that's simply not going to work.
0: Yeah, to give a sense, I suppose, just how Ireland is kind of maybe a bigger place than we imagine. I was speaking to a farmer from Kildare the other day, and their problem was dust. And fires breaking out on combines, and then he was talking to lads only last week in Donegal, and they're still cutting because they had had such bad rain when the rest of the country Mad, isn't was, it? was baking. It's an incredible,
2: Nevin. Yeah, I, I think the farming community probably don't get enough praise for what they do. The hard work, and we're a small country, but you know, I've done a lot of travelling, but we produce some of the best food in the world you know, in my opinion, you know, and it's safe and it's delicious and we're getting a great reputation throughout the world, you know, sustainable, good, 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 wholesome produce from our beef or grass-fed. You can never take that for granted, you know, and I mean, it's about everyone working together and just listening, you know, to yourself there, just how difficult it is for farmers. It's a challenge for everyone and it's about working together and supporting local and making sure we buy Irish and seasonality is so important.
0: And how how much work has gone into improving our food reputation around the world? Because I suppose we're a country without necessarily
2: a cuisine and we mm. kind of built our reputation on on our ingredients. Was that it? Yeah, I think Borbe have done an amazing work. Like you know, we export beef all over the world, and Borbe, uh, <clears throat> I do a lot of work with them countries that have a chef's beef club like in lots of countries in Germany and France and these are the top Michelin star chefs who are using Irish beef but it's not only Michelin star it's about different restaurants and like you look at Kerrygold as a brand you know it's the number one eaten butter in in Germany so it is the three times the amount of butter so Ireland is seen as very green very natural wholesome and a very very good and safe place to farm and produce excellent food with great great flavor so and taste
0: and uh, to, to kind of focus on your own industry then uh, as well Never. I mean, that there's challenges and there's oh, pressures
2: there as well. Oh, it's never been harder. You know, even since COVID, I look at our own business. You know, we reopened, we changed our whole structure. We used to do two sittings here, now we do one. We were lucky; like fifty of the original staff came back. We have sixty staff, but within the industry, staff shortages is, is definitely really really difficult, and it's it's never and been. Is that, so is
0: that the reason you've gone down to one sitting?
2: No, you don't have no. Staff? We actually no. To be truthful with you, we made a decision that we wanted the guests to have a better experience. To be truthful with you, and we wanted our staff you know better hours Covid has changed everything we want our staff to be happy at their work hopefully they are and that they're enjoying it and that you know doing the two sittings there was a bit of stress and you know mm. longer hours so we made some tough decisions we've just recently decided to close on a Sunday so our opening hours are from a Tuesday to a Saturday so our staff can have a family day off at the weekend we're going to close two weeks at the at uh, uh, Christmas so we're putting our staff they're the biggest investment we have they're the most important asset to our business mm. is our, our team we have 60 people employed in Black Lion and you're only as good as the team you have you know and we're very very lucky so we need to look after them and nurture them
0: Do you worry about some of your competitors and colleagues in the industry I know we are speaking to JP McMahon on the show last week and you know he's closed one of the restaurants for a time and he talks about other closures being inevitable yields. oh definitely
2: I think now with the whole price increase n- not just about fuel but even food you know like for us we're, we're, we want to support local want to buy Irish and there is a cost to that you know what I mean we've had to incri- increase our restaurant um, prices a little bit we still want it affordable for people we want to buy local we want to use the very best of Irish beef and lamb or whatever it is whatever we're using that it's local it's seasonal and people expect that too and I think I think, yeah, once, once you're honest with people you know they're not silly they're listening mm what's going on you know it is definitely a challenge the whole kind of fuel and energy and all that you know your energy bills I'm (laughs)
0: sure must be going through the roof
2: yeah I mean like uh, if you were to ask me during the summer it was about 6000 a month now it's 8000 a month so it is so it's gone up that you know and that's that can vary we're in gas electric the whole thing goes through you know one company you know we made a set set price for the year until next year and um, yeah I think it's going to be going to be a tricky winter but we'll get through it we're very lucky because we're up in 33 years so we have a very steady you know um, Kind of steady business, that's mm. consistent. We're as busy, hopefully, on a Tuesday night as we are on a Saturday night, so we're very lucky. I,
0: I, I need you to give a bit of advice to my colleague Andrea Gilligan <laughs> because poor Andrea has embarked on this challenge this week to only eat Irish a, food, a Irish hairdo, produce, hairdo, all, all yeah. Irish produce all week. And I, I, I tell you, look, by the puss in her yesterday, I don't think she's enjoying it too much, Evan.
2: <laughs> well, I know she had already from <laughs> oh, Blarney here and in, and you know, it is like, listen, when you're buying local, you're buying seasonal, you're trying to do your best. For us, as, as in in our restaurants, we. Try Try and support local that's what good food and good eating is all about I, I heard um, Artie uh, Clifford from here on our show talking about the Irish producers there's never been a better time to buy Irish there's never been a better time to support Irish farmers producers and we just need to remind ourselves of what's local and seasonality we've kind of lost that a little bit here within our cooking, within our food if we reconnect with food a lot of people are going back they're growing their own simple vegetables or something like that but what I think what's happened since Covid more and more people have reconnected with food they're cooking at home they're buying local produce and mm. that's a win-win for everyone.
0: Yeah, I see some seasonable uh, uh, Irish Probably. strawberries yeah, yeah, here, here
1: in front and of me. Big, here uh, we uh, go. Absolutely Hand them really.
0: out to your crew. Looking uh, delicious. Mm. I think Andrea found some uh, Irish-produced wine, I understand, what? today. So, so <laughs> she's much happier. I've been <laughs> Good. Well, much happier back at the News Talk studios. Uh, listen, uh, Pat, uh, to, 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 to go back to your end of the house uh, for a moment, uh, big decisions happening around uh, the Cabinet table and in the Department of Finance this week. What are you and your members looking for from government
1: we just want a help out fair play because when you look at the CSO figures you see energy what you're after speaking about there, are up 51% like that's a huge cost that farmers are facing right across the sector whether you're dairying or whether you're just an ordinary dry stock farmer it's a huge cost and like while our what we get for our food is farming is doing well this year when you look at egg inflation it's up 40% like food is up what 10% like our costs have gone so when you take the cost of energy, you take the cost of fertiliser, that's up to 133% from last year. These are huge costs that we can't do without. We can't produce milk or we can't produce beef without growing grass and grass will need a certain amount of fertiliser and we can't, produce, we can't milk the cows without having electricity. And like, What we want is a bit of fair play in that. We see the, the energies granted. That the government is talking about this week we're actually excluded from that so that's not fair on farmers that are look working later the night coming into the winter no choice but to burn electricity to milk the cows to feed the to feed the public and to produce the food that's here in front of us today all right well listen uh, pat and evan thanks a million thanks for you dropping here. into us Great uh, to see you. thank you. I- you here
0: in our studio we are broadcasting live from the National Ploughing Association HQ right in the center of the National Ploughing Championships and we are here with thanks uh, to the local enterprise offices support for new and growing business in ireland 531 The text number if you want to get in touch.
1: The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddihy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.